0: Oh, yeah. Monday, NFL, NBA, NHL, college football. We've got it going on. And of course, Mondays at 3 o'clock means Sean Salisbury. Then Ryan and Sacktown. Kings are on fire. They have won six in a row. They got the Pels coming up tonight. We'll talk about that and more. It's all coming up here on If You Don't Like That. Three, two, one, go. Sacramento missed you. Carter. Stolen by Williams. Look at this. Oh, you don't like that. You don't like NBA basketball. Fox, goodbye. Oh, you don't like that. You don't like NBA basketball. The exclamation point from the Eric Fox. Oh, it's in! over. Boy, that's an ESPN highlight right there. Woo! Carlson comes in. How about this? Holy moly, Jim Bob Bowley. That was a major league punch! Oh, uh, yeah, we bring in Sean Salisbury. Sean, I hope you're doing well. But, you know, you and I, every Monday, we're pretty much talking NFL, NFL, college football. But I wanted to ask you, as a matter of fact, the last time the Kings lost was in Houston to. The Rockets on two games, no De'Aaron Fox, but I think the Rockets have been one of the top stories this year in the NBA. Do you get much talk on your radio show in the mornings in Houston about the Rockets?
1: Uh, we would get a lot more, and we will, Grant, as it moves towards Christmas and the regular season of football, depending on the Texan situation. You know, Astros, hell, people still want to talk about, oh, we got a new manager here, even though he's been in the building, and Joe spot and who they're going after in free agency, but... Right now, D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud and the yep. way they're playing with a win next week is kind of taken over. But I don't want to say force it because you don't need to because, Grant, after that first three games where they lost and then they went on like your Sacramento Kings are, a six-game win streak. And, yep. you know, they've lost a couple. And LeBron, boy, he had a pretty good night last night against them. But they're playing better. And you know what it is, Grant. You I mean, We go through a lot of stuff. But to me, there's a different energy. But they play better on the defensive end for the most yes. part. And that six-game win streak... Yep. they're keeping people under a 100 and you know this better than I do basketball on the defensive end well you got to have scheme it's it's a lot of effort you don't have to be the most talented guy in the league to play good defense yep. and they are they're 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 it almost feels like Kelvin Sampson's Houston Cougars are rubbing off on them on defend every shot contest every shot they're getting better they'll make a 15 to 10 to 15 game improvement this year if in fact playing on the defensive end continues. Um, young, but very talented, and seems like there's a bigger commitment on that end of the floor.
0: Sean, we talk so much about analytics in basketball. The game has changed from an inside game to a three-point shooting game. Obviously, analytics has had a, a big impact in, in baseball. I'm curious, do you think analytics has hurt football in the NFL? We see so many coaches now giving up easy three points or relatively easy easy three-point opportunities to go forward on fourth down. They don't make it. And then at the end of the game, you look at it and you're like, wow, that would have been the difference in the game. What do you think about what's going on in the NFL now with the trend of so many coaches now going forward on fourth and short?
1: Yeah, Grant. And, it you know, then they all, like a gambler who's down, you start chasing points, right? Yes, exactly. And, and just chasing money and gambling. And I think it's a couple-fold. First off, this analytics, the, the, the overall picture really isn't new to football because – it's really tendencies in football. It was, it's third and six. They play 80% man on third and six or less. So it's in it's, it's analytics, but tendencies. It's similar, but it's gotten so expansive. And you're right. Guys are told, hey, fourth and three at midfield or fourth and three at the 33, just go for it. And what's the can Well, what's the worst going to happen is you leave points on the board or take them off an opportunity because you, I, I love aggressive play, Grant, but there's also a point in time when it's like, it used to be no sacks, no turnovers in the red zone, a minimum of a field goal, not minimum of no points. Yeah. So, yes, I think there is a fine line, and I do, because they're looking at a card in their hand, Grant, saying, well, 65% of the time we make this, that's better than 55%. Let's go do this, and I'm not trusting my kicker, or it's 38 yards, or it's 48 yards. Yeah. So cool. I, do, I don't think it's ruined it. In some sense, it's helped. Look at the Philadelphia Eagles on fourth and yard or less. They, why wouldn't they go for it? can't stop. I mean, you got a better chance of putting it in or getting a first down. But I think depending on who the players are and how good you are up front, but I love aggressiveness as long as it's not stupidity, right? Where you're like, Hey man, you're up two or you're up four, go kick a field goal to go up seven. You don't have to prove to the world that you're tough guy mentality and flex. That's not the flex. The flex is winning the game. But yes, I do think it's had such a go and it's going to cost guys like Brandon Staley their job if they're not careful at the end and with the Chargers. So I still think football's a, is that quarterback and offensive line really good? We'll go for it. But it has, I'm not saying ruined it, but it has changed the way these coaches think. And I'm big on points. I'm big on touchdowns, but I don't ever want to leave a red zone or that area of the field without at least giving me a chance to get points.
0: All right, Zach Wilson, I'm not saying his career's over because I'm looking at Sam Darnold back up in San Francisco. I'm looking at Baker Mayfield starting now for Tampa, but his career is clearly over in New York. Can we say that?
1: I do. Yeah, it, it's time for a change venues yeah. for him. Maybe it lights up. One thing I know that's never going to happen for Zach Wilson, and I I hate this because I've met him and talked to him. And Grant, he, he He's, he's a good guy. He's a good kid, man. He is. And, and, and working with another quarterback on BYU's Fieldhouse and watching him work, I was actually – and it wasn't because he could throw it a country mile. There was a swagger in the ability to make those throws. He said, damn, he's got a pretty good one. But the problem is, Grant, he doesn't do the easy things. I know I've said stuff like this before, but he makes throwing the ordinary play that you know I'm cra- – make me the simple play. He makes it look hard. Three or four times a game, he's going to yank one into the ground, miss a flat route. Now, he'll throw a sidearm ball up in the hole for 25 yards. You'll say, damn, what a great throw. The problem is you can't live there. You've got to live on making ordinary plays. He can't do it. He's never, and I, when I say never, he may have an outlier season. He's never going to be an accurate passer. That, that, that's just who he is. So he's going to have to live on the spectacular. Unfortunately, he's not making enough of those to keep him going. They're a hard watch. I, I can't imagine that defense doesn't feel divided from the offense. Like, we can't Master. keep uh, you know what I'm saying, Greg? It gets to the yeah. like we literally, unless we score a defensive touchdown and get the short field, don't have much chance to win on offense. I feel bad for him. But you know what? Maybe somebody rediscovers, like Geno Smith somewhere else. Now, Geno was never that inaccurate. Sure. It's just uh, that that's part of it. You know, we, we all think we can fix accuracy. A lot of it is you either got it or you don't. I can adjust it. Uh, he, he's going to need – you know what he needs to do? Go to a place that's semi-nondescript, unlike New York. Try to regain it. Find a yeah. coach. Get it back. And learn how to be boring. Be be a boring football player for a while because he does not make the boring play. And the boring play is third and three, give me a first down.
0: Boy, how about the Jets in that close of proximity, misfiring on top draft picks at the quarterback position, Darnold and now Wilson. You want to talk about setting your franchise back.
1: And you know what? And Zach Wilson makes Darnold look like Dan Marino right now. I don't, I don't mean, I, I don't want to be that Great. quick. I'm just trying to be fair. It is Grant? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now And here, San Francisco, if anything happened to Brock Purdy, Shanahan loves Sam Darnold. So there's still a lot of people out there think if Sam Darnold gets, I mean, he's left you with so much temptation, but Zach's not doing that. The one thing, put it this way. If I go to my fraternity league football game and Texas A&M's playing and we're at, at, at Kyle field on a Saturday and he's a Sigma new fraternity guy, he, he's that guy that when his career is over goes back to his buddies and they play their turkey bowl on a Thursday that we all do with our buddies. And you're like, damn, dude, this is a freak show. Why aren't you playing in the NFL? Well, I was. I just couldn't make that throw to you from five yards away. Now, I'm being a little hyperbolic, but yeah. I wish him well. But New York has to move on. Obviously, Rodgers next year. But at some point, you're going to have to go draft that guy and hope you find the guy that doesn't allure you and isn't with talent but with making plays and making those plays that make your team better cuz in truth if you just had a decent quarterback right now accurate wise the jets could be a playoff caliber team cuz their defense and their yeah. skill players say playoffs but it's a hard it is a an alarming watch to watch them play and we don't really
0: know about Rodgers. We assume he's going to come back and be fine. Right. You have to remember I mean. his last year with Green Bay, he had a very atypical year. You know, he's four going to be four. You know, that forty. You know, number. That,
1: yeah, so, that you know, threshold, we, right? Yeah, he, no doubt. You know, that's no sure thing with the Jets. Agreed. Uh, and uh, put it this way, though, he's he's worthy at four time MVP. The benefit of the doubt, saying, yeah. and you know what, he's going to come back with yeah. Grant if he's fully healthy. There's going to be that hunger. Just how this whole offseason was going, and then he's excited, and then that first game, there'll be a hunger fact. And listen, there's nothing the Jets will do next year, no matter who's playing quarterback, me included, that will move the football yep. less frequently than they do this year.
0: All right, so Thanksgiving coming up this week, and I've always thought this is really when the NFL season starts. If you are in the hunt come Thanksgiving or after Thanksgiving, then, then game is on. There are two teams that I still do not have a good read on, One is Miami, because I'm looking at how many losses they've had. They haven't beat a good team this year, and I'm I'm going to say the Raiders are not a good team. But if you look at their schedule, they've gotten beat against all the good teams they've played. And then the same thing with Dallas. Dallas has two wins against the Giants, a win against the Jets, a win against the Patriots. The only team that they have a win against that even says, well, that's okay, are the Chargers. Well, we found out they're not very good. I'm still waiting to see... Those two teams get a quote-unquote signature win in the regular season. It hasn't happened yet. I don't know how yeah, good yeah. they are.
1: Grant, cut out a little use. I know you talked about one Miami. Who is the other one? Dallas. Dallas. There you go. Okay, that's fair. Um, yet yeah, And when the Cowboys play somebody, they're supposed to bit, beat, beat, bet on them because they blow them out, right? Grant, the two times against the Giants, you saw Carolina. And uh, I, I wish Frank Reich was going to ask me to call plays. I guarantee you, I can't do any worse than they're doing now. That I Amen. promise you. But. Uh, I, I don't know if Frank's going to make that call. If he, he'd be wise, if he did, but, but, but I'd still come on here with you on Mondays, Grant. I had missed <laughs> it. so I, I with, the, with the Cowboys, but this is their yearly story, right, Grant? We've got them. They tease us. They put in a position where you say, "Hey, Dak keeps going. He's in the MVP talk. This team looks like a playoff team." And then they'll go two weeks for you. They, what, what are you guys doing? I think I know who they are more than the team you're talking about in Miami, and I'm going to tell you why. I'll tell you who else I'm not sure about, Grant, who they are is the Jacksonville Jaguars. I agree. Get hammered by San Francisco, go pound Tennessee. That's not very good. I mean, they're another team. One week, they look like they're going to get home field advantage throughout the playoffs. The Next week, they look like they're not going to make the playoffs. So they they, they fluctuate too. I think Dallas is who I think they are. Explosive. Their defense, as long as they protect the football, they've got home run hitters. But I don't know if they're a February team they feel January-ish but if they keep doing this they'll be better you, you, Jacksonville I just explained and you are exactly right about Miami I want you to think this way and you know how I feel about Mike McDaniel I think he's brilliant yeah I think they, their team's speed is world, like four by 100 meter relay type of yeah. thing right yeah. and if two is in rhythm and not throwing throwing one hitch in rhythm and on time they, they are they're gonna score on anybody but Grant you know what you know who they think four years ago Big 12 football. Mm. Fina- That's who Miami is. They will wow you to death. Formations, movement, run after the... Tyreek Hill, four guys had an angle on him, and they didn't even touch him on that That's slant right. route yesterday. That's so right. I think Big 12, oh, Oklahoma, Heisman Trophy, MVP like to a quarterback. And then when it gets to a team that knocks you, punches you in the mouth, and the Raiders hung in there, they just didn't have enough plays, but they were they're more physical. They're going to have to Miami gain physicality in December and January, throw on time, and prove that they're not Big 12, where you look great, and it's all pretty, but when it comes to substance and nut-cutting time, can you take a few body blows and come back from it? That's what we're going to find out. But right now, Grant, they don't look like they're a team either that's going to be playing in Vegas. They look like a team that's going to that scares you because you know they can hang 40 on you, but if you jump out and punch them in the face, can they respond in a physical nature. If you want finesse teams, matter of fact, I'll tell you this, they're the best finesse team on the offensive side we have in a league. Question is, can they handle a team that, that knocks them right in the jaw or in the body on a regular basis? And they haven't proven they can do that this year against good teams. What
0: was Thanksgiving week like at USC when you guys were so good and you had the, the huge games coming up? You had Notre Dame at the end of the season. You had, of course, UCLA, which was, your, your you know, what was it like when you got to Thanksgiving week in college?
1: It was business as usual because we used at that time. It was a lot of times we were like UCLA, Notre Dame. We're like we used to Notre Dame game. A lot of times was later. Grant for us, right? Yeah, yep. It it was why you wanted. uh, John Coach Robinson was awesome at go spend time with your families, get back here. We'll be back if we're traveling a day early. Go spend them morning. We'll see you this afternoon. Enjoy football. He was really good at allowing you to get off your feet and do it. But if we had, it was business as usual. And if it was one of those things where we were playing on Saturday and Thursday, which is your busy days in football, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday's a walkthrough. I mean, like a, a special teams red zone. Yeah. You would try to get in more of it on Wednesday so you could have an early morning Thursday practice and get your butts home to your family. Right. I mean, uh-huh. Coach Robinson wanted coaches and families to be there. And if you couldn't get home because you were too far away, you'd invite one of the fellas from out of state sure. to come eat with your family. Or we'd have like, we'd have a a spread together, but we weren't missing practice, but coach would make it where it was prepared. So you were fresh legged and we didn't miss any preparation time, but he was huge on making sure your family got to spend time with you, at least at a time where you could at least be home for dinner with your family, which was a good thing. All
0: right. Riley has a question for you, Sean. Do you think Caleb Williams has hurt his draft stock with USC struggles?
1: Listen, I I understand the people are the the crying, the leadership that people have a question with, not talking to the media real quick on that. I've always believed you don't have to tell us what we want to know. I've just always believed that if you're going to ride with all the name, image and likeness or at any level of sports, if you're going to ride when it's good and love it and stand up and smiles, you at least got to step up there because leadership doesn't come from when things are going good. Leadership steps up from your leader when things are going back to bad to show the rest of the guys how to do it. He needs to talk to the meet. He doesn't have to talk long. Just show up. I'm not asking for a great story. Just show up. I think that's part and parcel to what a leader does. He takes all the blow. I mean, the punches for his teammates, and he's got big enough shoulders and a great enough player to do that. As far as draft stock, I still don't see Grant. I know. Listen, he hadn't made a tackle all year unless he's thrown a pick, which he hadn't thrown right. any of those. Their defense is deplorable. They're horrible, mm-hmm. and so. Without him, I'm not sure this team they're they're a bottom third team in the conference right now because they're just not now. Lincoln can call plays, but there's a fit speaking of physicality on defense, we ain't got it. So and it and I'm telling you, Grant, you know, this talking to a bunch of SC guys, Greg, Cowett and Lamb and all of our buddies. yeah, you know? yeah. Former players despite they'd rather run it 50 times us former players than throw it i I'm just telling you, SC and physicality have always gone hand in hand when we've won. Yeah, you know, with Caleb Williams. I don't see how, if I'm a front office listen, him not talking to the media is not going to affect whether somebody takes him first or second. Him not playing defense is going to affect. Now, you may have, say, well, I like a guy's personality better, but when it gets, you know how this grant is, talent's going to win over a lot of crap. Yep. And I can tell you this, when it comes to command, playmaking, off schedule, on schedule, I don't know how you pass on him. If he doesn't go first, he ain't going third or fourth. Somebody who needs, right now he's better than, The bottom third quarterbacks in this league, as we sit as a playmaker, now he's got to go do his thing. But I don't think that SC now he's not going to get close to the Heisman. But when it comes to draft stats, they're going to watch him and they're going to say, You tell me over the last two years on tape where this guy has not been as dynamic a football player as we've seen at that position in a long time for back to back years. I, I don't, if you took Bryce Young first, Caleb Williams is a better player. And I love Bryce. He's on a better team because they played more physical defense. Caleb Williams is a better player. So I don't see how you wouldn't. I saw somebody said they wouldn't trade Kenny Pickett for Caleb Williams right now. Well, then you're on crack. Okay. Because yes, you would. They would score more points if he was a quarterback. No disrespect to Kenny Pickett. I think he's going to be the first or second pick of this draft. If you take somebody over him, the guy better be damn good because Caleb Williams is a monster.
0: Okay. Would you say without knowing what happened this year, with the Houston Texans. Forget about it. try to erase this year from your okay. mind. Would okay. you put Williams ahead of CJ Stroud? You would have, wouldn't you?
1: Uh before the year, yes. Yes, ab- that's ab- my absolutely no yes. and I still think there's some grant. I- I'm just telling you. Yeah. There are because of his versatility in that, there are going to be some all thirty two would not agree on Stroud over Williams or Williams over Stroud. Correct. After what I've seen at the NFL level with CJ Stroud. Yeah, well. You had to be, I'd be hard pressed. If you said, you want to trade him for Caleb? I'd say, I think I'm going to hold off. Two pick can have Caleb because Stroud's just doing some in ordinary sure. crazy ass stuff. But going into this year, if, if Caleb would have been in this draft, he was the first pick. How's that? That's yep. the way that, that would have happened. Yes.
0: All right. So here we are in the holiday seasons and I saw you put out on social media, a fundraising effort with animals and everything else that you do. Um, how can people get involved?
1: I'm, Grant, what I'll do for next week, I because I have two different sites to go, because people were inquiring okay. about a cash donation that were out of state and couldn't okay. deliver. What it is, and you know I'm a big animal lover, and yeah. I do the sock thing, which will uh, go back to the spring, which gives people a chance yeah. to do it. We've done that the last couple of years. I try to change it up. Is yeah. we're doing for animals, all the feed, it, there's so many animals that are getting put down, mm. and they don't have anybody taking care of them. So all the stuff, canned goods, kibbles and bits, uh, sweaters in the wintertime, all the stuff that they can use. And we're working with a, a place here in Richmond, Texas, to where they can donate, and it's it's going to be a lot of stuff. And awesome. then at Christmas, and that'll be between now and Christmas. But I'm also going to throw a, a big Christmas function. I do stuff for a, a brewery called Spindle Tap here, and, and they have Spindle Tap coffee, Spindle Tap beer. It's a phenomenal place, and we're going to have a big Christmas give gifts for the less fortunate, provide food for them out there where they can come, and we'll serve them and get people involved. So we can make a difference for them, whether it's cash or gifts, but I want everybody to have Santa Claus deliver and it'll be awesome. for the less fortunate or somebody who's just going through difficult times. that can eat a meal and get a gift and I'll work with that brewery with spindle tap to get it done this time of year. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I take everything I get and give it to somebody. I'd, I'd love to, because I, you know how I you're am, buddy. I know it's yeah, not about you. I don't want to pat on the back just know. for me. I, it's, you know what? There, are people, that, there are
0: people that talk and then there are people that, that do it. You also talk. But then, at the end of the day, you do it. You talk because that's what your living is. But you, right. you're a very gregarious guy. But you know what? You back up your talk with actions. Actions speak I, louder than words. So hats off to you, my friend.
1: Thank you, Grant. Real quick, you know, when people say you're a, you know, celebrity, I don't look at myself. I know you yeah. don't either look at yourself. I'm that's not figure. me. Right. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, right. And I'm not even a, in my own home. You know, I'm out here <laughs> working in the grass, and I'm, I have to take trash out and do it. Nobody's cutting me any slack, but. The truth grant, the only reason when you say, well, I'm using my platform and name to is to get people to give and also pay it forward to somebody else. That's the only reason. Otherwise, I just do it. But you can't be silent about it if you're trying to raise money or trying to raise gifts or get Christmas gifts for somebody else. So that's the only reason. And once that hits, we'll find something new in the new year to do. But we're going to be taking care of animals through the Christmas and the less fortunate to make sure no kid goes without a a, a Christmas present that needs it. All right,
0: last thing. Who do you have tonight? You got Philly or Kansas City?
1: I got Philly tonight. I think think Philly's the better team. Now, it's a tough Mm -hmm. place to play there. We know how good both of these teams are. I think Philly may be the most talented roster, Mm -hmm. and they got a bone to pick in this one for obvious reasons. I think it's going to be a hell of a game. Keep an eye on the ability of Jalen Hurts to pull out play action because of his feet. I would expect a couple big home run balls tonight that catch a nosy defense because Kansas City's defense has gotten better this year. I like Philadelphia in a close one on the road.
0: Happy Thanksgiving, my friend.
1: Happy Thanksgiving. I love you, brother. And I sincerely mean the I love you part. And Thanksgiving, my favorite holiday, because we don't have to worry about what people think about gifts. We just get to love and eat good food and watch good sports. So my best to you and Rhino, and I appreciate all you do and always being on with you.
0: Thank you, buddy. That's Sean Southbury. Good stuff. And uh, we will have Rhino coming up in just a moment. But first, uh, I want to tell you uh, about New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. When you have plumbing issues, you have plumbing needs, you need a plumbing repair, uh, just go to SACServicePlumbing.com or you can call the number on your screen. SACServicePlumbing.com. Again, New Works Plumbing available 24-7. They are available for you around the clock. That's New Works Plumbing. They've got to fix for you. All right. As promised, we are going to say hello to Ryan and Sacktown. And the Kings are on a freaking roll. And we got another game tonight. Uh, this is gonna be real interesting because this is the first back to back, and we're gonna find out how the Kings respond after a big win last night, a quick turnaround against a team that's had a day off.
2: Yeah, I love it, Grant. I mean, especially with the Kings playing the way they are, I want to see them have a difficult test. And New Orleans isn't a pushover. They were up 14 right. in the fourth quarter to Minnesota on Saturday yeah. night, ultimately losing. But, you know, what's this team going to do? Because they're also dealing with injuries. Yes, Kevin Herter, questionable. Keon Ellis, out. Now with the ankle, so you're thin at that yep. two-guard position.
0: Well, and uh, Sasha, Vizankoff is questionable as well. Yeah. Still no Lyles. All right, so maybe this is an opportunity for Davion Mitchell to step back onto the floor and get some of his minutes back. You know, I always say it's a long season and you never know when your number is going to be called. And if you're out of favor with the coach, well, the way to get back in favor is when you get called on play very well
2: you could tell the mindset that was the exact mindset he was in last night when he came in first possession against Kyrie Irving yeah stereotypical Davion Mitchell beautiful stop there so it's one of those things that him and the rest of the guys on the Kings roster they seem to stay ready if they go three four or five games without playing usually they play well right off the bat so let's see if he can sustain it like you said
0: did I did I miss your birthday
2: no it oh. was uh oh thanks cody it was uh back in june oh, so. oh
0: then, cody <laughs> hell, I can am i missing a joke or something here did i miss something or what you know no
2: no joke the only oh, joke God. last night was which bennett you were at and what you were having for dinner
0: <laughs> so. you're, you're, what, what day in june is your birthday
2: the 21st
0: okay all right we were on the 18th so there you have it all right uh so we're gonna. We have a lot of programming. You're gonna have the pregame coming up in just a little bit uh, at 4:30, right? And then yep. we'll be on at halftime with Jerry. We've got the postgame. Great job yesterday covering. I went back and watched. Awesome job with all Thank the you. shows. So I was unable to join you, but I will be with you tonight. We've got that. I'm gonna have one eye on the uh, TV watching the Eagles and the Chiefs. So we got a busy night ahead of us.
2: We do, but a fun night as always. Looking yep. forward to it. And don't DM forget Pop- Jerry Reynolds at halftime yeah. as well.
0: Yeah, De'Aaron Fox, Western Conference Player of the Week. I did a, a kind of a rant on this this morning, and I my premise of my rant was, is, they, is there a player in the Western Conference more valuable to their team than De'Aaron Fox? And I say no. You might pick out somebody that is as valuable, but I don't think anybody's more as valuable as De'Aaron Fox is to what he does for his team. Think about when he's on the floor and in the lineup compared to when he's not. The whole style of play changes, right? In addition, they're obviously very good. But the whole style of the game changes.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, without him, they were towards the bottom third of the league in scoring per game. With him, they were right at the top of the league per scoring yeah. um, or per game. So, yeah, and in fact, Jerry Reynolds even said it last night. De'Aaron Fox, this continues. Throw his hat in for MVP. Uh, MVP,
0: yeah. Yeah, if it continues, you know he's going to be averaging over thirty points a game, and right now he's at about basically thirty-two. And the Kings are a top two or three seed. Yes, absolutely, he would be a candidate. I don't think there's any question about that. But and I mean, it's it's only twelve games in.
2: Yeah, it's only twelve games in, and if it continued, it wouldn't be from us looking through it, you know, with the goggles on. Small market. It's he's really doing this on a national oh. level against Luka Doncic last night, under thirty points. Who's yep. the premier point guard in the league? All so. Right. Darren's the story coming out of it so it's a wonderful uh comeback for him
0: all right hey Thanksgiving uh hey get to Bennett's restaurants.com check out everything they have going on for Thanksgiving and their Thanksgiving dinners and everything else uh they have three locations Sacramento Howe and Fair Oaks Roseville Eureka and Lead Hill Road and of course Bennett's Westside Grill at the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland again go to Bennett's restaurants.com make a reservation check out everything else you will absolutely love it um we have a hell of a football game tonight in addition to the kings going on with the pels this may be as good of a game that's been on the schedule on monday night which way are you going
2: i'm with sean i'm going eagles but just like you said the contrasting styles between this team you know traditional and contemporary with their styles it's a cool cool matchup i just think I got to take the power of the Eagles and the strength and the grind them down with Jalen Hurts over the flash with the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes.
0: All right. Cody says, uh, "Haha, the guy on YouTube said happy birthday to you, Ryan. Sorry. Well, you know, you did say belated happy birthday. And, you know, I know it's yeah. November, but, you know, I mean. You could say belated happy birthday to anyone. and factually, you know, you'd be accurate if they're still alive. <laughs> you know, you'd be like, okay, well, it was several months ago, but that's all right, Cody. You know what yeah. we say, Ryan? Better late than never, my friend.
2: Yes, indeed, Grant and uh, Cody. It might have been one of Napoli's family members because his family grew Grant Napoleon by about four people last night, which was really <laughs> interesting. Not to give the guy a run. Yeah.
0: But- <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Catherine wants to know how Bennett's was last night. I wish I could tell you, uh, but I was not at Bennett's last night. Had I been in Sacramento, there's a very good chance I would have been at Bennett's, but uh, I was not there last night. But I will tell you, um, if I had been, I would have told you exactly what I had, how good it was, and to get down to uh, Bennett's, one of their three locations. So there you have it. Wasn't there. Were you at Bennett's last night? No, because you were working.
2: (laughs) I was working, but I could have gotten it to go. Could have done that. Dang it. Maybe yeah, yeah.
0: that that always works, you know. Yeah, those. Always,
2: uh, yeah. I've heard a lot about those Thanksgiving meals that yeah. Brian and the team do down there. So They're great if you don't feel yeah. like cooking, give them a call early.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Or go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com and you can check out all of the information. So Kings Pelicans, they've already had a good road trip. This could turn into a phenomenal road trip. Get greedy. Think six and zero oh right now. Get greedy.
2: Absolutely. Why Why would you not? You've gotten yeah. through probably the hardest part of the road. Oh, you get through tonight. I think you've gotten through the hardest part of the road trip because you got the back-to-back behind you.
0: I'm going to disagree with you. I think that your hardest part of the road trip starts tonight. I think you had a tailor-made schedule with Dallas having to play the night before in Milwaukee. That's a brutal back-to-back. So I think you caught Dallas at a very, very, perfect time Spurs are a horrible team. And the Kings had to fight and claw to get by them uh, on paper. The Kings are a better team than the Lakers. And I talk about matchups, right? When yes. the Pelicans are healthy and they're not fully healthy, this and the Minnesota game with the way they play Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert, I look at matchups. So I look at these games as being very challenging. I think the Kings will win two of the next three because that's how well they're playing. If you told me they would win all three, I wouldn't raise an eyebrow. If you told me they would go one and two, I would go, okay, I could see that. I think they're playing too well, Rhino. I think they're playing too well to lose all three. But this matchups are very challenging beginning tonight.
2: You bring up a great point. I mean, you look at Brandon Ingram, you look at Zion Williamson, and the Kings and the Pelicans last year, every game was decided by double digits. So, and in fact, the Kings played one of their worst games of the season last year in New Orleans. Uh, so it, it's going to be a good test form and actually a good way to see how they're going to guard guys that are a little bit bigger going into Minnesota after these two. Land says,
0: Grant, you would have been proud of Ryan. He handled the shows like a champ. Very entertaining. I know I went back and I watched them. Uh, I didn't watch the pregame, uh, but I did go back and watch the halftime and postgame. I gave him props already. So yes, 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 indeed. How about this? Uh, Tommy DeVito now has as many touchdown passes as Zach Wilson. <laughs> Yeah, if you're Zach Wilson, that's not that's not that's not something you want that to see. That sounds so good. Yeah, uh, I don't think Zach Wilson will ever be on the field again for the Jets.
2: I, I unless somebody gets hurt. The, yes. I don't know yeah. who's coming yeah. on the field for him now, but unless
0: somebody gets hurt, yes.
2: Yeah. You know, you never know. Maybe he gets the Geno treatment where he sticks it out and learns a little bit more behind somebody else. But if he can't learn behind Aaron Rodgers. Yep. i mean who else are you gonna learn behind so i'm with you yep. but a lot of conversation last night grant about the giants winning were you happy no i wasn't was not happy they, yeah, they, they,
0: they can't win when they need to and they can't lose when they need to i was hoping they would lose uh, every single game season's over you know I'm, it's painful uh, winning games now doesn't mean a damn thing to me so uh, no I, i'd be embarrassed if our washington though sam howell was terrible i think they turned the yeah. ball over four times and uh, it was awful Awful, awful football. All right, buddy. Uh, Pre game show coming up at uh, 4 30, and then you'll join uh, me and Jerry at halftime, and we'll look forward to having the post game show.
2: Can't wait. And uh, we will be on, or I will be on PSF, not doing a watch party, but uh, talking the game as it's going on. Uh, so passing comments along. So hop on there if you want to chat the game uh, while we're watching uh, the first half.
0: Yeah, that's Pro Sports Fans. Download it to your phone. Easy to do. PSF. Pro sports fans. All right, buddy. We'll catch up with you at halftime. All right. Thanks, Sam. Yep. Sounds good. Good stuff from uh, Ryan in Sactown. Busy, busy day. And uh, we are excited uh, as well. Good stuff right there. And uh, don't forget, again, pregame with Ryan, Jerry Reynolds at halftime, and postgame show. And Ryan will be over on PSF. Have yourself a great evening, everybody. We'll be back here shortly. Bye-bye.